What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome to GMP Radio. First of all, I want to thank you for clicking on the link. And you already know why we're here, so we're going to get straight into it. Our last episode, we discussed about um, the Antoine Rose Jr. situation and how the cop is locked up. Michael Rosefeld is, um, well, he's not currently locked up, but he is being charged with the murder, specifically the murder of Antoine Rose Jr., which is good, but he will be, um, he's put on $250,000 bond, which is unsecured bond, which is basically he walked into jail and walked right out. You know what I mean? Which isn't right. You know what I mean? So we, we had covered that. Um, again, there has been protests going on about the fact that he's not in jail now. You know what I mean? That he even has a unsecured bond. You know what I mean? When when people on the street murder somebody, they go straight to jail, no bond. You know what I mean? So there has been protests going on about that. Um, I do believe the mayor showed up in East Pittsburgh, the mayor of uh, the mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, along with the mayor of North Braddock. They showed up as well, um, and they end up writing a note to the um the highest judge in the you know Pennsylvania saying you know his, his bond needs to be revoked or the bond just needs to fit the crime you see what I'm saying so um there has been results going on um and we just want to keep it pushing man we just want to keep it moving again if you're not already registered to vote you need to do it and um yeah so uh first segment I want to talk about you know what I mean Obviously, this is just an update on what's going on, you know, before we get into the hip-hop news, uh, what's going on in my city with the uh, Antoine Rose Jr. case. First thing I wanted to do is actually look back into Officer Michael Rosefield's history. Now, um, if you've been paying attention or even just looking around, you see he has a history in which he jumped from police station to police station. I know he worked in a pit. I know he worked in um, Harmer. I used to work out in Harmer. I actually never seen him, but you know what I mean? He's, he's jumped around and, you know, then we start looking at the reasoning for this and we see that there is a reason for this. So I actually shared a, um, a story from WTAE, their page. You can go on my page and check it out, but I'm going to read it here. I'm going to, uh, let you, you know what I mean? Inform you guys on what's going on with his history. So let's get straight into it. All right, lawsuit planned against Officer Michael Rosefeld in 2017 pit incident. The police officer who was charged with fatally shooting Antoine Rose is the target of a pending lawsuit in connection with an unrelated incident at an Oakland bar, according to the Pittsburgh law firm. Attorney Rob Pierce said the lawsuit will be filed against East Pittsburgh police officer Michael Rosefeld regarding a situation that happened at the garage door saloon in December. Two men involved in this incident are filing the lawsuit. Pierce declined for the comment on Thursday. Roosevelt was a University of Police Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, University of Pittsburgh police officer before he began working in East Pittsburgh where 17-year-old Rose was shot and killed June 19. His free on bond after being charged with homicide Wednesday Roosevelt left University of Pittsburgh Police Department about a month after the Allegheny County District Attorney's Office withdrew charges in 
he had pressed against three men accused of fighting at the garage door saloon on December 9th, 2017. Sources told Pittsburgh Post-Gazette the charges were dropped because Roosevelt affidavit did not match evidence that was collected. All right, so yeah, that's that's simple and plain. Anytime I'm gonna just you know explain it further for you. Anytime that a, a police officer is saying this happened, and then the evidence is not lining up. Let's just say I don't know what the circumstances were, but you know what I mean. Whatever the police is saying is not matching what his superiors, what the detectives, and what the chief of police is finding on scene. Which is noted to him saying he's a liar. You see what I'm saying? Let's say, um, you know, my first job was Burger King, right? You know what I mean? And I had a few jobs of cooking, different jobs of cooking. So let's just say at Burger King, you know what I mean? My first job at 16, I lied. They say, did you did you mop that bathroom? Yeah, I mopped it. All right, I'm getting up out of here. And they go and check it and see it's not mopped. I'm going to have a problem if I keep doing that. But this is a more on a serious scale here. You're messing with people's lives. You know what I mean? Livelihoods. You know what I mean? The people that he that's suing him, I'm sure they get a background check to say, hey, I, we had nothing to do with this. Whatever, you know what I mean? They're suing him for. You see what I'm saying? That's not fair to, hey, okay, so Pitt's going to fire him, but East Pittsburgh is going to pick him up. You see what I'm saying? What type of, what type of uh, message is that sending out to regular folks like me and you who, who don't have aspirations to be police, who don't, you know what I mean? Say, I want to be, I want to govern the law. These police is more crooked than me or, you know what I mean? Me or some of the people I know in the streets. You going to lie? You know what I mean? You going to straight out just lie? I mean, that's, that's a problem I see with it here is that something needs to be done with these police that are just telling lies on, you know what I mean? For their job and telling lies on common folk like you and me. They, this situation here needs to be made example out of him. I understand Pitt already fired him under all circumstances, but an example needs to be done. Some legislation, legislation needs to be made. Like some laws need to be made to say, if you get fired from this police academy, you can't, you know what I mean? Your background check should to say, Hey, he's, he's a liar. Show him for what he is. It shouldn't have to take this lawsuit coming out after a boy is, has been, you know what I mean? Antoine Rose has been shot and killed for him to say, okay, for this to come out that he's a liar. This should have already been common knowledge to the police officers in East Pittsburgh to not want to hire him. See what I'm saying? But I'm going to get on to the next subject. Uh, still covering the protest. Um, if you were also paying attention, you may have known about a, um, a car that drove through the protesters and three people were injured. Now they're okay. You know what I mean? They immediately after it happened, they were up walking around. But just the, uh, the notion of somebody riding through uh, a protest that had guard gates up, that had police, you know what I mean, were there flashing lights saying, hey, you can't go through it, you know what I mean? Just to know that somebody in Pittsburgh would do that, you know what I mean? That's that's kind of foul. You, you could have killed somebody. You could have killed uh, the three people you hit, you know what I mean? You could have did some serious damage to some people. So uh, that person was caught. I'm going to get into this right now. Um, Again, on WTAE, I think they're doing a good job of getting the real information out and, um, you know, making sure it's shared out there correctly. All right. Charges filed against a council 
man who police say drove through a crowd of protesters. So that's something I didn't know. I didn't know he was a councilman. Crazy. The Pittsburgh Bureau of Police continues to investigate an incident that happened June 22nd outside PNC Park when a vehicle was driven through a group of protesters. Police identified the driver as Gregory Clark Wagner, 58, of Sewickley. Pittsburgh's Action News 4 confirmed Friday that Wagner is a councilman in Bell's Acre Bureau near Sewickley Borough. Wagner was charged with three counts of reckless endangering the person as well as one charge of driving the wrong way and one charge of careless driving. According to Wagner's court docket, Judge Jeffrey Manning was assigned to the case with a preliminary hearing scheduled for July 11th. Protesters were lined across West General Robinson Street blocking Tony Dorsett Drive when an officer saw numerous people running and heard protesters screaming that a car was going through the crowd according to the criminal complaint. Wagner entered oncoming traffic in an attempt to make a U-turn because the protesters' intersection was blocked by protesters. In video captured by Pittsburgh's Action News 4, protesters were seen pushing, kicking, and punching the vehicle angered after it struck several people. Two victims in the incident were identified, but police did not re- uh, have not released their names. One suffered an ankle injury, and another one suffered a back injury and contusions, according to police. However, in a conversation Friday with Pittsburgh News Action 4 reporter Bayo Berman, Brianna Williams, 20, identified herself as a victim. Williams said she suffered a broken hip. Wow. A sprained ankle. She said she missed a week of work because of the uh, injuries and could barely stand. Wow. When informed that Wagner is a Bells Bells Acre Borough Councilman, Williams said she thought he should resign. I agree. I got directly hit. I have a sprained knee and a fractured hip. I've been off work a whole week due to the ignorant behavior. I can barely stand. I believe she should sue him. Especially him being a councilman, she should be he he should be paying for her uh, medical bills along with pain and suffering, along with you know what I mean, just just period on top of that money. <laughs> the outcome. Let me get back into this quote. The outcome could have been more serious. We have kids down here. Luckily, no ca- kids got hurt and ho- hospitalized. I agree. That was not just not professional, and I feel like he thought he wasn't going to get caught. Wagner continued to drive away, and officers were able to locate the vehicle, according to the police. Berman called several of the Bell Acres Bureau councilman members Friday, and only one responded to his request for comment. Brock Meter sent a statement via Facebook referring all comment to the solicitor. Meter declined a request for an on-camera interview. The solicitor later sent out the statement about... Wagner's charges. The elected and appointed officials of the borough of Bell Acres were stunned to hear the news reports this late afternoon. Our sympathies were those to those who were injured last Friday in PNC Park. We will closely monitor events as this matter moves throughout the justice system and we will follow the law set forth by Pennsylvania Borough Code, said Max Junker. Several protesters told officers the number of the license plate on the black Mercedes. After receiving the license plate number from witnesses and additional information from the video capture on the scene, officers went to Wagner's home. He declined to speak with detectives, according to the criminal complaint. 
So again, like I said, it's good that they got him. It's real. It's good that they got him, and and also, you know what I mean, just to keep you guys updated. A lot of these people that have been making racist comments in the comments during the lives, um, if you go also, if you also have been keep, keeping, you know what I mean, score what's going on. A lot of them have been losing their job. Again, like I said, not just one, not just two. A lot of these people have been losing their job. I know about a person that lost her job at uh, PNC Bank. I know about a part part. Uh, I know about a person. Let me get some water. I'm sorry, my mouth. There we go. I know about a person that lost their job at a hospital. Um, it looks like this councilman is going to be um, in some hot water. Looks like the mayor of what's that called? Arnold Karen Picani. Looks like she's going to be voted out. If she don't resign, I'm calling her for the resign, but if she doesn't, she will be voted out. So a lot of things are changing. A lot of, um, if you see what's going on, a lot of, uh, this brought out a lot of the races and not just undercover races. The races that are proud of being racist have been coming out and showing, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be driving through crowds of people, um, whether it be, you know what I'm saying? And like you see inside of the councilmen and, and mayors, you see what I'm saying? And since they're showing their face, Pittsburgh, we going to stand up and show our face. I don't care if you're black, white, whatever. You know what I mean? We going to stand up and we going to show them what we represent. They want to be ignorant, racist, biggest. We going to stand up and show them that we love each other. And we also don't ain't going to stand for that mess. You know what I mean? We going to stand up and get them up out of here. All right, I'm gonna cut this one short. I went a little longer than I wanted to go, but I really wanted to read those two articles unless you keep you guys informed about the uh, protest. Um, when I come back, we definitely gonna cover the C murder situation. We're gonna dive into that. Um, a new new doc, new things are coming. New comments are coming out saying C murder was actually uh, innocent. So we're gonna get into that, and I'll be right back. Alright, alright, what's up, I'm back in That was that new Drake He shouts out to him His new uh, his new album came out Friday I ain't had time to check it out They just released it on Spotify today So I'm, uh, I'm gonna check it out today And let y'all know what I think But um I'm gonna save the C murder topic for the next segment But for this one We gonna talk about uh, 50 Cent And calling out Jay-Z for dropping his album around the same time as Nas. Now, I'm going to get into it before I read it. See, I know. Uh, I mean, I know the history of what's going on. Nas's album, Nasir, dropped. And it had, you know what I mean? It was, people knew it was coming out for about at least a couple of weeks, maybe in a month before it came out. And the same day Nas dropped his album, we find later that day, later into the evening, Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped their album. Now, a lot of people I'm seeing in my news feed, like I wasn't going to report on it, you know what I mean? But of course, now 50 bought it out, you know what I mean? I'm going to report on it. Uh, a lot of people have been feeling that way as far as like why Jay and B got to drop their CD on the same day as, as Nas, you know what I mean? But I think it could be healthy competition as well. 
you know what I mean? There's two sides to it. Um, yeah, people. some people feel like it's, you know what I mean, he's still competing with, Jay's still competing with Nas after all these years. Like, he's kind of bitter over the ether or whatever. You know what I mean? But it's also can be a, uh, could be good, to, you know what I mean, to get all eyes on the culture. When you got two, no, three, excuse me, with Beyonce included. You got three icons in the music industry dropping two CDs in the same day. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to get everybody's attention and get them looking. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like most people as far as, like, I'm going to just listen to Nas or just listen to Jay. I'm going I'm to check out both of them. You know what I mean? I'm going to check out both of them. I, I personally like the Nas album a little bit better, but you know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. But I think the culture is big enough that we could take two CDs. But let's just get into what 50 said. Uh, we're going to go to hotnewhiphop.com. 50 calls out Jay-Z for dropping his album right after Nas. 50 Cent is the master of keeping old beefs alive, so it's no surprise that he was all over the Jay-Z and Nas releasing their albums around the same time. Hip-hop historians will tell you about the classic rap beef between Nas and Jay before beef amounted to calling each other names on Instagram. 50 seems to think Jay never truly let go of the beef and decided to sabotage album Nas's album sales for Nasir by dropping his collaboration album with Beyonce, Everything is Love, the next day. Okay, so it was the next day. All right, I thought it was the same night. That's what I thought. I mean, but that was fucked up what they did to Nas. 50 tells DJ Who Kid in the interview. That's fucked up. I know what you did to Nas, Jay. <laughs> well, Who Kid giggles at 50's proclamation. 50 explains itself further. Quote, they came out on the same weekend. He continued. This nigga is still slapping him without anybody noticing what's going on. The whole time he moves his bottles and his new champagne carefully, like it's pieces on a chessboard. It's true that Everything Is Love did steal much of the thunder from Nas's release, but that's no guarantee that it was planned that way. Nasir still debuted on the, in the top 10 of the Billboard charts, and neither of those albums would have been able to best XXX. Excuse me, XXX Tentacion's chart resurgence following his death. Nas has already expressed previously that he had no issues with JMB dropping their albums on the same day as him. So 50 is basically working off his own theories here. Check it out on, yeah, they have it on the video. You can play it on hiphopnews.com. Now, I, I could definitely see uh, what 50's talking about. You know what I mean? Him being in the music industry, him being. Um, knowing what it takes to sell sell a million and stay on top of a billboard charts loan in history. So I can understand what he's saying as a, like I said, me, I'm just a fan. I'm just a songwriter. Him being, you know what I mean, there back in 2003 from to now, you know what I mean, he's been on top of the charts numerous times, so he knows what it takes. And You know what I mean, we got to take what he's saying a little bit bigger than mine. You know what I mean, me, I'm just saying everybody can support everybody. Him saying like, yo, that distracts the the fans and it seemed like they going out his neck so me i'm just reporting on it you know what i mean shouts out to Nas. if you ain't already listened to the Nas album go get that thing you know what i mean go check it out it's on youtube it's on google play it's on itunes go check it out you know what i'm saying shouts out to 50 i thought this story was kind of funny that's why i covered it you know what i mean because if you know from back in the day 
I'll get into it a little bit. How 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 real the beef got between Jay and Nas. You know what I mean? It was it was it was like the whole rap game was staring at these two dudes. You know what I'm saying? So of course Jay started at first with his. But when Nas dropped that ether, let me tell you, the whole rap game was just like, dude, Jay, you just got tore out. And it's been like that ever since. You know what I'm saying? It's been like common knowledge that Nas tore Jay a new one. You know what I'm saying? So I can, like I said, I can see what 50 saying because some, <coughs> some beefs never die down. <coughs> And some beasts may they die down in the general public eyes, but still, you never know what type of stuff is being held. You know what I mean? When and how it's going to happen? Like this is just a prime example. Like I said, me as a fan, I'm just looking at it like, oh, that's nothing. But if it, you know what I mean? An insider would say like, nigga, that's that's old beef for kindling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out to all of them. Go drop, go check out both their new CDs. Basically, you know what I'm saying we all we gonna support everybody over here. I ain't picking sides. <laughs> I ain't picking sides. Obviously, if I had to, you know what I'm saying. No, I shoot him up. So if we if we pick out a big side, so we gonna come right back. I'm gonna get into the um, was it a new C murder case? We are gonna see what's going on with that, and I'll be right back. All right. All right, I'm back in. I was 50 Cent. Get up. That's one of my favorite songs by 50, man. I get me charged up. You can pay that at 6 in the morning. I get to get my ass up and get to moving. <laughs> All right, I promised y'all to uh, see Murder Talk. I'm going to just warn you originally. I don't, you know what I'm saying, I know too much about the story. I just know he got locked up uh, sometime back. You know what I mean? And uh, P been trying to, Master P been trying to get him out. You know what I mean for for some time now, and he's always held down his brother, saying he he knows he's innocent. He knows he's innocent. So, uh, you know what I mean. Shout out to C Murder. We gonna hope to see you free soon. And shout out to uh, P for you know what I mean, holding him down this whole time. So, you know, like I said, I don't know the ends and all. I just know when it first happened, P was adamantly saying that his brother was innocent. But we gonna get straight into it. This this uh. Article is kind of lengthy, so I'm gonna just get into it, and y'all can get updated with me, and then I'll just give my my opinions on, you know what I mean, what the article is saying. Uh, let's go to Billboard.com. See murder witness recants testimony. Testimony says he was pressured into identifying rapper as the shooter. Kenneth Jordan claims detective pressured him to lie under oath, or else he would face 10 years sentence on unrelated criminal charges. A key witness who identified Corey, Corey Miller, C. Murder to Louisiana nightclub killing has recanting his testimony, saying it was not actually Miller who he saw shoot a 16-year-old concert goer. According to Kenneth Jordan, in a sworn statement, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, detectives pressured him to lie under oath or else he would face criminal charges. The New Orleans Advocate first reported. Miller, 47, is the younger brother of Master P. He is serving a life sentence in the Louisiana State Penitentiary at Angola after a jury voted 10 to 2 in 2009 to convict him of killing Stephen Thomas. Thomas was killed after sneaking into the Platinum Club in New Orleans 
when he stepped off stage during a rap contest. He was attacked by a group of men and shot. Soon thereafter, Miller was arrested and charged with Thomas's death. Quote, I know the individual that I saw shoot the gun was not Corey Miller, said Jordan in an affidavit in June 23rd in 24th Judicial District Court Records, a copy of which obtained by Billboard. More than 100 people who were questioned at the nightclub after the incident told police they had not seen the shooting. Jordan had left the crime scene and was only questioned over a year later. After his newborn daughter was found dead, the baby's mother was later charged and convicted with manslaughter and the child's death, according to the Times. Bikayan. Don't know the Bikayan. I don't know what that. That's a newspaper. But since the mother was only 16 when the baby was born, the detectives allegedly used that to threaten Jordan with a 10-year sentence if he did not testify against Miller. The age of consent is 17 in Louisiana. Wow. Jordan also repeatedly recanted in a television episode of true crime series Reasonable Doubt that airs Wednesday on Investigation Discovery. I was distraught and scared. Jordan claims in the affidavit. JPSO officers told me that if I testified against Corey Miller, I could go home. They told me what to say. They fed me facts about the fight and details about the DJ and the dance party, none of which I really knew. Jordan was not asked to testify in Miller's first trial in 2003, but when the judge threw out the jury's guilty verdict because prosecutors withheld information about a witness criminal background, he was brought on board in 2009 retrial after being brought in from Atlanta and held on, held on a material witness bond. Between the trials, Jordan claims Jefferson's parish deputies harassed him and his family and refused to listen to his assertions that his previous claims were false, saying it was too late for him to change his story. Quote, if I could turn back the hands of time, I wouldn't have done it. In that moment, it felt like that's what he had to do. End quote. Jordan reportedly says in the TV episode. Wow. I'm going to definitely be turning into this. Jordan's testimony at Miller's 2009 trial was supported by a security guard at the nightclub named Darnell Jordan, who told the court he didn't see a gun in Miller's hand, but saw a muzzle flash at the end of, Mez uh, of Miller's arm that was pointed at Thomas on the ground, according to the Times newspaper. I'm not going to say that again. But according to the advocate in the TV episode, Darnell Jordan, who is not related to Kenneth Jordan, also seems to recant, saying he did, doesn't believe Miller fired the shots, but states he was involved in the fight that led up to the shooting. In the episode, Darnell Jordan repeatedly recalls grabbing Miller during the fight so that his shirt lifted and show, uh, showed he was not carrying a gun in his waistband. Miller's attorney, Paul Barker, <laughs> excuse me, is now arguing this development warrants and hearing and is just cause for Miller's release. I agree. In the memorandum filed Tuesday, Barker wrote on countless occasions, both prior to making his statement and prior to testifying in trial, Mr. Jordan told members of the law enforcement and prosecution that his 2003 recorded statement to the JPSO officer was not true and that the person he saw commit the shooting was definitely not Corey Miller and that he did not want to lie under oath about the Corey's involvement. He continued at no time during the 15 years of proceedings 
in this torture case has the state once disclosed the information that Mr. Miller himself or to Mr. Miller's attorney or any other member of the Mr. Miller's defense team, end quote. As well, Barker is reasserting an actual innocence claim that would require a judge to rule on whether Jordan's recant recantation is new conclusive evidence that undermines the state's case. Miller's last appeal was denied in 2011. He was ordered last year by Jefferson Parish judge to pay Thomas family $1.15 million. Miller has released four albums from prison using his music as a uh, means to promote his claims of innocence. The Jefferson Parish District Attorney's Office could not be reached for a comment. All right, so that's the end of the article. But let me just say, wow, that's that's kind of messed up for not not just kind of that's very messed up for somebody to be spending about ten years of their life in jail for something they ain't do. You know what I mean? And again, this is crooked police we're talking about here. You know what I mean? They're leaning on a guy who wasn't, who didn't have, you know what I mean, the best situation going on for his life at the time. You know what I mean? Being young and making a, a simple mistake. You know what I mean? And leaning on him like that. Why? Because see, murder and Master P got money. You know what I mean? That's, that's what it looks like here as far as, you know what I mean? What other reason why would they have to pin a murder on him? see murder and you know what I mean like and putting him in a situation like that you know what I mean obviously the cops making people tell stories like this is why we gotta we gotta be awake this year you know what I mean as far as what's going on now and what's been going on you know what I mean see murder got a whole family you know what I mean and that changed his whole life so we we, we want to see T murder out of jail I mean that's what we really want to see and we want these cops to stop, stop doing, you know what I mean? Stop coming for, for us like that. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, yeah, his name's C. Murder, but that don't mean he go around murdering people. I mean, I think that's one of the things back in the day that they was trying to act, say his name, since his name is C. Murder, he he got, he had something to do with it. That's not cool, man. You know what I mean? That's not cool. You don't, you don't put something on somebody that they ain't do, especially murder. That's 10 whole years out of his life. And he had to pay the family 1.51 million, you know what I'm saying, dollars. So it's like, when he get out, I'm I'm expecting him to sue the police department, you know what I mean, the, uh, the whole you do disarray with system and try to get his 1.15 million back from the family. I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but I think C-Murder should be giving back with everything that he had to do plus some. You know what I mean? Because that ain't right. He was obviously thrown in jail for no reason. I mean, even if he was involved in a fight, a fight is a fight. You know what I mean? He ain't killed a 16-year-old kid. That's what it basically boils down to. You know what I mean? And and they've been, you can see in the history, they've been trying to lean on him this whole time. Knowing he didn't have nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? So that's, we want to see, I'm going to end on this note. We want to see, see murder free. That's basically it, man. You know how them down south Louisiana pigs do. If you don't, then now you know. You know what I'm saying? Now you know if you didn't know before. Like I said, we're going to get up out of here. Uh, Y'all have a good, safe weekend. If anything happens on the uh, Antoine Rose protest, 
we're going to update with that. That's going to be our outlaw topic of the, uh, this week. If anything else happens this weekend, we're going into Sunday right now, Saturday night. Y'all be safe. But if anything else happens, I'm uh, we'll do a little update episode. If not, we'll see y'all next week. All right. Much love. Bye.